Hi everyone, welcome to HubShots episode 195. In this episode, we chat about the opportunity in the current state of uncertainty and how you can rise above it and prepare for the next season. You're listening to Asia Pacific's number one HubSpot focused podcast where we discuss HubSpot tips, tricks, features, and strategies for growing your sales and marketing results. My name is Ian Jacob from Search and Be Founder. With me is Craig Belly from Zen Systems. How are you, Craig? Well, I'm well. I'm healthy and happy, I'm glad to say. But yeah, definitely time of uncertainty. And of course, as we're going to chat about in the show today, some clients doing it really tough, others kind of really going for it. So it's going to be an interesting chat about different approaches and the different experiences some of our clients are facing and no doubt our listeners are facing as well. That's right. And so I wanted to call this the encouragement episode, Craig, encouragement amidst crisis. And I want to say thank you to all our listeners who've connected with us. I've got a special shout out. I actually met one of our listeners this afternoon, Craig, Justin Reynolds and his team, Zach, Tamara and Freddie. Hey guys, it was really lovely meeting you guys this afternoon. And they're from Red Tomato Promotional Marketing Agency. And they're literally down the road. Who knew? So, Isn't that great when you connect with listeners and they're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> listen to your show. And it's really helpful. So that kind of makes my day. And listeners, what's interesting about this is I actually messaged you, Ian, earlier today and said, look, I'm so busy. I've got clients. I've got client calls all tomorrow. It's just pretty full on. Can we um, postpone the show? And then you started telling me how you'd met with listeners, how it had been a really um, positive or encouraging time. I was like, oh, wow, that's great. That made my day. And so now we're recording and I feel really good about it. So here we are, listeners. Now, before I go, Craig, my two sons are doing their first day of virtual school tomorrow. And they're like, oh, dad, can you give us a shout out? So Eli and Max, here is your shout out. Uh, there you go, guys. All right. And thank you to everybody. And I just hope that everyone is A, doing well, you're safe, you're healthy, your families are healthy, and that you look at this as an opportunity to take yourself, but your businesses to the next level. All right, Craig. So with that, let's talk about some of the exciting things that people can do and how we can turn this around and reframe what we're going through. Well, before we do that, I think it's worth just acknowledging that what we're going to chat about today is not for everyone. We are seeing with our clients, and I know you've had a similar experience in a full range of experiences. So some clients, like everyone's doing it tough. Let's not beat around the bush. We're recording this on Thursday, the 19th of March. And just in the space of a week, I think about when we recorded last week, just yeah, a week ago, right. it was a totally different situation that we're in. Just a week later, things have changed dramatically. And by the time you're listening to this, listeners, which will be a week after we've recorded this, it might have changed even more so. In some ways, what I'm going to talk about is they, you know, might not date well, might not age well, the comments we're going to make. But that's, that's life. We're going to chat about it. But the thing to acknowledge is a number of our clients are doing really tough. And that's just because the industries are in. You know, one of our clients is a catering company, corporate catering company all of their events canceled through to September by clients. Like there's no magical marketing hack or attitude or, you know, think positive that can overcome that. They are in a yep. very tough situation. Certainly there's things they're looking at much more online and like, but let's just face it, they're in a very tough situation. If you're in anything to do with travel or holidays, that there's no easy, oh, just get through this. We've got other clients who are in very, group oriented, you know, healthcare situations where their clients are just canceling. 
there's no amount of clever marketing uh, that's going to overcome that. However, on the flip side, and I'm interested in your your experiences with your range of clients, and we've got other clients in corporate sectors and B2B technology spaces and online learning spaces and managed services spaces that are going to do really well. Not easy though. It's not, oh yeah, we'll be right. It's simple. Just send out a few emails. They're working hard, but they are likely going to do really well. And in fact, in one particular client, it's probably going to be their best year yet. And I know that sounds like a bit of a throwaway line, but they started a campaign just this week. They're a SaaS tool. Their tool, I can't mention them by name, but their tool helps corporates manage data and email and documents and things like that. And in a work from home environment, which suddenly a lot of their clients are faced with, their tool is perfectly placed to add value. So they will do really well. So I think the reason I want to mention this is because our listeners will be across a range of industries, some doing really tough, others in a situation where they can take advantage of some of the things we're going to talk about. And those are the, uh, the clients that we're really talking to in, in this show. But what's, your, what's been your experience with your clients? Well, Craig, I've had an interesting discussion. I've had one client pause. I've had other clients like, I just want to grab a hold of this and run and basically take ground. I've had other people just helping them work through it. So how do we help people that they that they serve? And one of the things that has been apparent is that everybody has a different level of optimism. You know, some people are like, oh, I just want to get this over done with. Others are like, I'm being really careful because I've got really young kids. Like one's one of the sales guys I've been working with has just had a baby in the last month. So he's really cautious. Some of the other guys in the team are totally on the opposite end. Like, you know, we're, we're just doing whatever we need to do. You know, we're not too concerned about it. We're, we're, we're taking the right precautions, but we're also being sensible. So, you know, it's mixed. I think that's interesting. And also the, the responses from people, not only the situation they find them in, some are in dire situation, others are in situations of opportunity, but even within those, that spectrum, we're seeing some that are just, they're giving up. You can almost hear it. Uh, I've actually had a call just tonight before we recorded with one particular client. They're just like, oh, we're giving it. You could, they're just panicking. They're not showing any leadership in their business. Mm. They're not looking at this rationally. I'll say they're very emotional and they're just giving up. And then I've got other clients are saying, wow, this is really tough, but we know that by thinking clearly through this and working really hard, we will get through and we'll get better. So it's, a, it's not only the situation that people are in, but it's their response. And I think it's to those situations that we, well, I guess we want to chat about some of the proactive ways that we're advising our clients and that we're actually learning from our clients as well. So in saying that, what I wanted to highlight is that I think one of the things, Craig, that we have done progressively over time is spending that time in the morning just reflecting on things and writing it down and even writing down the things you're grateful for. So, you know, I haven't done that this week with all the everything that's going on, but you know what? When I sit down and write things down, what I'm grateful for, really lifts my, A, lifts my spirit, but B, makes gets me thinking about other ways that I can do things that are not what people are doing around me. So I encourage all of our listeners Take that time. Even if you seem like you can't do it, just sit down quietly, grab a cup of coffee or tea, 
take your pen and write down, right? I encourage you all write down one thing you're grateful for every day while we're in through this period and see what a difference it will make in your life. Excellent advice. So I wanted to go on to some of the opportunities. Can right? I, just before you do that, can I say one thing I'm grateful for? And, yeah, and there's many because I think your point is, is very well made. I'm really grateful for my team. I actually want to call them out for Tara and Kylie and Edward and Marie and Roslyn. We've been having internal meetings yesterday and today just about planning out our whole strategy, our response, how we're going to help clients. I am very lucky with the team that we have because they are all so positive. None of them are panicking. They're very well informed, but they're not stuck on social media all day. They're not sharing uh, rubbish you know, links and stuff. They're just very calm and clear and thoughtful and also keen to help. Even when we're planning out strategies that we're going to help our clients with, everything is around this idea of how can we help. And I feel really lucky with my team. So thanks for reminding me of that. And I just wanted to mention that on the show because I know they listen. And I wanted to say thank you to you, Craig, for yesterday when I was having a low point and I called you and you encouraged me. And you know, I'm so grateful for that. So thank you. Thank you. All right. So Craig, what are some of the opportunities that people should look at in this time? All right. So quickly, I'll just mention a few things. And by the way, this is opportunities versus being opportunistic. I think in these times of uncertainty, it brings out the good and bad in people. It kind of almost focuses or highlights the good or the bad in people. And we've seen opportunistic behavior and I hate, I hate it. That's a strong word. But opportunistic behavior is kind of like when you go and clean out um, sanitizer from the supermarket, you just buy and stockpile and then you sell it at 10 times the price on Amazon. That's opportunistic behavior. I hate that. And I, I hope none of our listeners are doing that. Certainly none of our clients are. Instead, I want to talk about opportunities. And so an opportunity is something that you and everyone else can take advantage of, but often others don't. So the key one that we're seeing at the moment is because so many people are pulling out of paid advertising, what we're seeing is click prices go down. So this is an opportunity for everyone to jump on and get much cheaper click prices in some segments, right? So you've got to test all your audiences. For example, if you're trying to bid on terms in work from home, they are not going to be cheaper. They'll be much more expensive, but in others, think about your targeting and your audiences. There are some bargains to be had. So now is a really good time to be taking advantage of those cheaper clicks to build your top of the funnel. And we're going to talk about top of the funnel. So that's a key opportunity. And we're talking about that with a number of clients. I think the next thing is to be aware of the channels you can test and measure. So paid channels are a really good one. But even think about people are going to pull back away from creating content. So what is the content or what's the video you can create? Like even what we're doing today is, you know, we would not have done this if we did not separate ourselves and forcibly separate ourselves, right? We would not be doing this. So look at that opportunity. Don't be afraid to try things out. This is not an A-grade production, right? But we're giving it a go. And that's what I love. It's like people give it a go in times and just make things happen. I think you will find a channel and opportunity there. I think that's right. And on the topic of content, this is the time for lateral thinking, so, of course, everyone has jumped on putting on their COVID-19 response and their email around COVID. That's not an opportunity. That's just what everyone's doing. But opportunities are to look at other areas, to think laterally, to talk with your team about some strategic ideas. And we're going to talk about a few in a second. 
that's opportunities available to everyone. So don't kind of give up and panic and now's the time to think, to be thoughtful about these other content ideas. Right. So what is the second approach we can take, Craig? All right. So secondly, so firstly, if we've looked at opportunities, second is the approach. And here's the thing to be mindful across most industries, not all, but most people are cutting back on spend, but they're increasing their research and learning. So if you think of people at home, you think of the uh, kind of where they are mentally, um, everyone's cutting back. So they're not going to buy stuff. They might buy some online training maybe, but they're not really in purchase intent, but they're in research intent. So really the approach is thinking about these people and how um, they can be top of the funnel, getting them in top of the funnel with content assets, with items of value that they can then use in their situation. And if you think about it, people that aren't used to working from home, you and I are and our teams are because we have remote teams. So we're kind of used to it, but many people aren't. And especially if you think of introverts versus extroverts, all the extroverts, they're at home, they're bored. They're actually looking for stimulation. So now's the time where their attention, if you think of the attention inventory on channels, especially on social, there is a lot more attention to be had. And so thinking about how you can help people spark interest in particular topics that previously they might not have wanted to be part of. They'll be looking to join webinars. You know how webinars have been going down and, you know, people don't join webinars. They're too busy at work. Now at home, they're looking for distraction. So webinars are a key piece. So it's really this approach of tapping into that mindset and thinking top of the funnel, just getting them interested. And then talking about email nurturing, which we're going to talk about next. Yeah. And the next thing I want to talk about is this is mainly to clients and people that you deal with is think about how you can always be helping. It's, you know, if you've got product to sell, we know we've all got stuff to sell, but really people I think at this time are just looking for people who care about them and their business. So if you can be of assistance to them, whatever that may be, it may be an encouraging word. It might be, you know, going and helping them out, do something you know, get some stock out the door, whatever it is, if you can help them achieve that, you won't realize the bond you will create with them. And the last one is it's time to be a leader. So I've spoken to many owners this uh, week from, you know, quite large franchises to businesses. And one thing that was very apparent is that they were really straight with their staff. They didn't hide anything. They said, look, this is what we're in. And it's going to take all of us to do our bit and all of us to come to the party to get through this. And, and they said, we don't have all the answers. We're actually going to work as a team to get this through and to work through this. And the better we work as a team and the better we understand where we're going and the better we can help each other, the likelihood of us seeing this through is far greater than if we try to do it ourselves. Absolutely. It's a time for leadership. And I would say this to agency owners, especially you and I, Ian, as agency owners, we're really in a, a very crucial position advising and giving leadership to our clients. But to marketing managers, now's the time to be a leader in your organization and show how proactively you're going to use marketing to help grow the business and also retain clients. I mean, in a time of recession, it's all about client retention as well as um, lead generation as well, in a sense. But it's a time to be a leader. And the thing I'll say, just following on from your point there, is in the team catch-ups we've been having, and I mentioned by name out some of our team members before, I was amazed today. We were planning out client pieces 
And I just gave the team freedom. I was saying, what can we do? What are these ideas? And some of the ideas that were coming up were really good. And I was like, wow, that's a great idea for this client. And it was very specific. They, all, all the people on my, I, again, I'm just so grateful for my team. They're just so um, full of good ideas. I was totally stunned by some of the ideas that they were coming out with. And part of my job really as a leader is kind of getting out of the way and letting them grow and help clients uh, in that way as well. So as a marketing manager, I, I know that's our main audience here, working with your team and letting them grow, just being shown calm and thoughtful response and letting them grow, you might be amazed at uh, some of the progress that comes from that. Okay, Craig. And then thirdly, the formats that people can focus on. So we've discussed top of the funnel being a really key thing. The next thing that you can do, and this is what I'm encouraging others to do, is to use marketing and sales automation to nurture contacts and consider them as a long-term nurture and building a relationship with them. And now might even be, so one of the, and we could talk about this, one of my suggestions to one of my clients that when I was talking to the national sales team was, hey, you've got HubSpot sales and you've got video in there. Why don't you guys create videos so that people can actually watch them in the time that they're free. Because what they were experiencing is like they're in the cleaning industry and a lot of the people are at, like they're really struggling for people to do the work, but also struggling to keep up with the demand. And so they're not contactable during work hours. I said, well, why don't you change the way you work, create the video, they can watch it in their own time. That's just addressing them. But then also open up your calendar to hours outside of that, period where you say, Hey, you know, I'm here to help you. You can book a time, you know, after dinner with me and I'm happy to talk to you. Just be flexible and understand where people are at can make a massive difference. It's an excellent point. Well said. Next thing we've touched on is using webinar. So don't be afraid to test this out. It's a great way to connect with people. People can experience who you are and it builds that relationship. It's not something that where people can't see you. And I'd actually make it a point just like we are today is don't be afraid to show your face. Like we're all <laughs> individually made and we all have our quirks, you know, and I think that's what makes us interesting. So don't be afraid. Don't, sh- don't be shy to show that and to be real with people. I think that's right. Webinars to connect in real time with prospects and customers and then just general online learning platforms for that uh, go at your own pace interaction I think is going to be good. We're not going to chat about it this episode, but maybe next episode, if there's enough interest, we'll talk about how you can integrate webinar software with HubSpot. So you can automate a lot of that participant process. And uh, I think Zoom has a Zoom webinars have a good integration with HubSpot. So we might chat about that next episode. Okay. And finally, Craig, the potential. So I believe that investing in these months that are ahead of us, will pay off. And I think that's going to be a calculated investment. So, you know, like a lot of people that I talked to have been looking at about how, where they're spending and what they can cut back, but also be realistic in terms of understand what the future holds and what investment you need to make. It's just like we talk about investing in, in the stock market now. Now's a great time, right? It's the same thing in marketing when everyone's going this way, we want to go that way. And take advantage. So think about it. Take time to take a step back. Talk to people that you trust. So perfect example is that we often talk to each other, listeners, and we'll say, what do you think about that idea? Is that a good idea? And because we understand each other's businesses and we know the kind of clients we serve, 
we can actually give each other valuable advice on whether we think it's good or not good to do. And don't be afraid to ask those around you because you'd be surprised at some of the things, just like your team, Craig, you'll be surprised at some of the answers you mm-hmm. get. All right. So this can't be a show without some HubSpot, <laughs> so, Craig. So our marketing feature of the week is marketing automation workflows. And this is about automating your marketing emails and using that to nurture prospects or current contacts. So even now it might actually be really good. And I've seen some people do this is have a daily email of encouragement to others, which I've actually really enjoyed from, I've only had one person do this, but I thought what a great idea while everyone's saying how doom and gloom it is. Here's somebody saying, I'm just going to send you a bit of encouragement every day. And you know what? That's made a massive difference. So you could do the same for your client base and for your prospects and be that shining light in what's going on right now. I think that's right. And I guess this being the marketing feature, we're not really highlighting anything new in terms of workflows, but we are highlighting the focus to put on workflows. Often workflows are just an afterthought. Oh, okay. Yeah. We've got a landing page. Yeah. We better do a few follow-up emails and that's fine. But now's the time to really think out your workflows, keep that conversation going People will be at home. They might be more open to reading emails. As we said before, they're kind of getting bored or they don't have processes in place. They're not really that proactive and productive. So getting good, thoughtful emails in front of them that are providing value will grow that relationship for longer term benefit. And don't be afraid to make them laugh. I was talking to uh, another friend slash customer of mine today and he was, uh, I'm going to share this joke. (laughs) Because he was talking about talking to his son and he said, look, because he was talking about, you know, when people cough and stuff. So there was a joke about um, usually you uh, cough to hide your fart, but he goes, now you fart to hide your cough. Wow. Is this what the show's become? <laughs> anyway, but it got me laughing and I, was, I, I, left, I left after talking to him. I, I left with a smile on my face. And I'm like, oh, hang on. That was really funny. <laughs> anyway, listeners, let's not go there. Now the HubSpot sales feature of the week, and this is also around automation, and this is to do with sales sequences. This is a great way to automate your sales follow-ups, and you've heard us talk about this on the show. I encourage you to look at this again. The biggest thing that people always say, oh, I've got workflows, but why am I using sequences? This is where it's a sequence of emails or tasks, et cetera, that you put in, you pre-put together, and then what you actually individually execute it. So you can say, I want to send this sequence. So for me, I can send this to Craig. Here's the first email. Here's the second email. Here's the third task, which might end up in my task queue to follow up. Then there's a fourth email, fifth email, maybe another task or a to-do. And then it might be, that might be it. And it gets sent from your email. So it gets triggered from your email box. And then if the person responds, it breaks that sequence and then you know, and then they're, they basically get out of that. One of the great things in HubSpot is you can see where people, what they're doing. So what's the open rate on that email in the sequence? Where did they actually break the sequence? And you can see where things are happening. So you can say, oh, at that point, people often break. So I actually don't need these bits. So you can look at all these analytics, which are actually very interesting to give you understanding of what you can cut and what you can make better. I think one of the points to make though is in your sales sequences, a lot of the sequences I see are very focused on getting a call. Let's have a meeting. And I think now's the time to 
perhaps reconsider that and be thinking about just adding value. Sales, you've got, they've shown interest through previously in marketing, they've got through to sales. They're probably not in a mind to buy. They probably don't have permission to buy. So it's really about providing value and keeping that relationship going until the purse strings open up again later. Exactly. Very well said. Now, a marketing tip of the week, Craig, and this is to do around checking your cost per clicks or cost per acquisition in Google ads, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, LinkedIn ads. And if you're doing Pinterest ads and any other ads, have a look because you actually might find that there are some bargains in those channels. And just be aware because it's a really good time to understand where all of these costs are going. So I know when I had a conversation today with a customer, they were like, I'd love to know how much each franchise is actually spending on Google ads because they have a really heavy focus on Google. And they actually had very little visibility, which is really interesting. So I said, look, we can help solve that problem, but it'll give you a good understanding of how profitable those franchises are. So that's actually a really important point because I had been thinking along those lines, check your channels for click prices going down. But your point is actually before that, make sure you can actually view your click prices. And you're quite right because many of the big corporates, they just they just know they spend X thousand per month. They don't even know what their click prices are or what the return on in um, certain campaigns. So yeah, at least get your reporting in place. But then when you can test and actually measure, be looking for bargains in some of those channels. Now, Craig, finally, our quote of the week. This is a ripper that you've pulled out. This is excellent. And so this is from John Maxwell. And as many of you might know that follow us, he has written lots of great books about leadership and really want to highlight in this episode about leadership. And this is his quote. The pessimist complains about the world. The optimist expects to change and the leader adjusts the sales. So can I just check the starter line was the pessimist complains about the wind. I think you might. Oh, sorry, the wind. <laughs> Yes. Thanks, Craig. That was really good. It had to work with the sales, right. right? Otherwise, we were not working out. Well, that's an excellent quote. I like it. Well, listeners, I hope you have enjoyed this episode. I just thank you so much for listening to us. And, you know, honestly, I pray that everybody out there, your families are safe, your businesses, you know, get through this period. Like I know it's a hard period. It's going to be a hard period for all of us. But you know what? We can all encourage each other. So again, I would encourage you, if you would like to talk to either of us, please connect with us on LinkedIn and just say, hey, I listened to this episode. I'd love to have a quick chat with you guys. I am more than willing. and I know Craig is too. However we can help you guys get through this time, we will help you guys do that. So please don't feel bad. Don't feel like, oh, I'm not worthy of this. I'm not at the right stage. Honestly, we're all not worthy of this, but I just want to put it out there that you are all welcome to, you know, be a part. You've been a part of the journey with us and it's, we would love to be a help to you. Well, Craig, until next time. Catch you later, Ian. Hey there. Thanks for listening to this episode of Hubshots. For show notes and the latest HubSpot news and tips, please visit us at hubshots.com.